everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Stock Talk. Uh, my name is Amon Reda. I'm an investment coach here at Sage Investors, and this is episode 44. Uh, today, we're going to take a look at one of my most recent investment decisions, one of my most recent decisions, uh, buy decisions in terms of stocks. And that was my decision to buy shares, open up a position in Southwest Airlines. And uh, one of the things I want to do with you is just share with you uh, my thought process, and specifically uh, how I leverage the eight questions um, that I use when I teach people how to how to invest, and how they can leverage uh, answering by answering these eight questions. You should get a pretty decent idea if uh, you really want to buy the stock, or if you currently hold the stock, whether you probably want to get out of it. So let's get to it. So question one, question one I always ask when I'm looking at a company is what do they do? What's their value proposition? What are they selling? So in the case of Southwest Airlines, um, what they're selling, you know, is the obvious transportation, getting you from point A to B, but it's really they're selling their value proposition, what has established Southwest Airlines as that kind of best of breed, discounted uh, airline uh, company is that is the whole concept of utility. They view traveling as not an experience, you know, with your nice, uh, nice China dinnerware, you know, all your forks and knives and nice food and getting pampered and everything like that. It's it's really they view taking a plane trip as no different than taking a bus or taking a taxi. It's to get you from point A to B. And so they've their whole business model is is revolved around just getting you to where you need to go. And that's been their gig, and that's been their gig since 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 birth. So, who do they compete with? At first, they were you know they were the only game in town in terms of discounted airlines. But over time, there have been other competitors, and other similar models have have, uh, have emerged. But primarily, as, as their as their focus is in the U.S., main competitors are companies like JetBlue, and then your traditional companies like United Airlines, Delta. They have a much more U.S. focus, and they're purely a domestic market. Um, who are the customers? Who, who gets attracted to a company like Southwest Airlines? Well, ultimately, it's individuals who are value conscious, wanna, who view traveling as a utility and need to get from point A to B. So the value shopper, the value consumer is, is gonna be much more attracted to it. They're not interested in the bells and whistles. They just wanna get on a plane and get to where they need to get to. Get to. Uh, small businesses who have tighter budgets, who need to still get out and see customers and do business. Uh, as much as you know, teleconferences, video conferences, and the whole that whole side of it has has you know eaten away in how in terms of how we do commerce. Um, still got it. There's you know there's no substitute for a face-to-face -face meeting. So the and so the big the big um, driver of the people who are really be interested in in using Southwest Airlines are the smaller type businesses. Question four. So these same customers are they willing to come back? Well, traveling to me, uh, the whole part of concept of transportation is such a it's, 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 a, it's one of our core necessities uh, as people uh, that we need. Uh, we, can't, we need to get from point A to B. It's, it's, we can't live without it. And uh, so from that perspective, yeah, customers will come back. But the rate that customers come back is, uh, is driven by you know, how, how the overall economy is doing, how much disposable income companies have, and how much money they're willing to spend on travel and transportation. So it's very a cyclical. Traveling and airline flying is very cyclical in nature. So that's pretty much the company, what they're all about. Now, qu question five is, do they make any money? Well, the, the answer is, yeah, it's it's a low margin business in the sense that their returns on capital are about 15%, their cost of capital coming around 12%. So it's, it's making marginally incremental profit. Um, but the thing about what they're, 
what makes them so unique in terms of a best of breed type company is that they're extremely consistent at doing it. The company just recently posted their 43rd straight year of profit, 43 straight years of making money. Like, think about it, and this is like the airline industry that which has gone through like, you know, 9-11, uh, the early days, we had all kinds of hijackings and air crash and so much, you know, instability with respect to, you know, flying and traveling. Um, despite all that, this company continues to have been profitable and it's unbelievable. And we've had a lot of airlines go out of business in the last 43 years, but these guys have, have, have built an incredible model and an incredible service structure that they, 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 they've got it down to, a, to an art. It's down to a science, really. Question six, uh, yeah, question six, I think, yeah, question six is looking at their financials in terms of their, their balance sheet. What's the quality of the balance sheet? How much money do they owe and how much money do they own? How much, what kind of assets do they own and do they own any money to anybody else? When you look at uh, Southwest's uh, balance sheet, um, they had about a debt equity ratio of about 0.36, which for a, cop, a really capital intensive company, like a, you know, old school kind of company in terms of airlines, um, it's pretty, pretty good it's pretty pretty low like a lot of the other low older type airlines they have much much higher debt levels so it's got a pretty clean balance sheet um, very low goodwill so it's a lot of hard assets and what's interesting though is that is the cash on hand they have enough cash in the bank that they could pay off all their long-term debt right now if they wanted to and that's a really good sign and I know Peter Lynch if you follow Peter Lynch's uh, analysis and his philosophies he loves companies that have a lot of cash in the bank and are capable so much cash that they can pay off their short-term and long-term debts you know if they had to if they had a, a gun pointed to their head they would do it question seven uh, risks what are risks well big risk is uh, their dependency on oil so they're really at the beck and call of what oil prices are doing um, technology as I talked about you know people are you don't, you don't have to travel out to, to do business anymore. You can do things online. You can do conference calls. You can do webinars. You can do anything all you know online now so that the, the propensity and need to travel may be a little bit less. And uh, just the economic sensitivity. If people have more disposable income, they're going to be more prone to travel. So those are the real big risks uh, out there facing, facing a company like Southwest Airlines. And finally, question eight. After answering all these questions, the, the big question is, is the stock cheap? So it seems like a really good company. It makes, it clearly makes profits. It's best of breed airline. It's considered that top brand with respect to discounted, uh, discounting travel. So that's all great, but if the stock is expensive, then it's really not worth buying. Took a look at it, and right now the stock is about fairly priced from a valuation, relative valuation perspective. What really drove me to it was the fact uh, about a month ago or late August, the stock went down almost 11% in one day. It reported a really kind of not a it didn't ha it didn't report it reported numbers that Wall Street analysts basically didn't like, and they kind of slammed the stock royally. Um, and they basically slammed the airline industry, basically saying the airline industry is now like looking like it's going to be. Um, trending lower in terms of sales and, and sales of growth, um, and so airline stocks just as a whole have been have been out of favor, and uh, so in the, from a valuation perspective, I thought after that 11% drop, I thought I'd take a look at it. 
I've had it always on my list because I've always considered Southwest Airlines to be that best of breed company, one of those quality businesses out there. But I've never really bought it because it's been always expensive. And so I saw that 11% drop and I saw the fact, you know what, this company is still making money. It's making tangible wealth. Um, it's considered the best of breed in terms of the discounted airline uh, space. So I put all these elements together and those are things I like And because if it's making money in a supposedly weak market, eventually the pendulum's going to shift the other way and these guys are going to make even more money uh, when times are good. So I used the opportunity on the pullback to buy some shares, so I opened up a small position and uh, you know, if it falls further, then I wouldn't hesitate to go out and buy some more. Uh, again, because I believe it's just one of those solid, well-run, well-managed companies, has a really strong culture that encourages um, strong wealth creation. And so for me, I thought it was a great opportunity to acquire a, a, a stock that I've always wanted to acquire, but I've just never been able to pull a trigger on it because just, I just always thought it was too pricey. So that's it. That's my decision. So how long did I take? Like, How long did I take to come up with that conclusion? About what? Less than 10 minutes? And that's the beauty of the type of work that I do is I teach people how to be able to formulate a comprehensive, co cohesive assessment of a company really fast using basic everyday kind of stuff. And that forces the genesis of, of, of the teachings that I do um, as an investment coach. So wanted to share it with you. If you have any questions about this or anything else you might want to learn about from an investing perspective in terms of the markets, feel free to give me a shout. You can shout, give me a shout out through my website, www.sageinvestors.ca, or you can hit me through Twitter. I'm always on Twitter, commenting, observing uh, the moments of the stock markets. So you can hit me there. My handle is at Sage Investors. So that's all I got for you today, and uh, thank you for showing up and uh, thank you for joining me for another edition of Stock Talk. My name is Amin Reina of Sage Investors and we'll catch you again another time. Take care. Cheers.